News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, new British Prime Minister Liz Truss has announced her cabinet reshuffle yesterday evening with Therese Coffey landing the central role of Deputy Prime Minister. Chris Heaton-Harris has been confirmed as the new Secretary of State for Northern Ireland, having previously served uh, as Minister of State for Europe. So what does this mean to the people of Northern Ireland? For more on this, we're joined by Sammy Wilson, DUP Brexit spokesperson, and Chris Hazard, Sinn Féin MP for for South Down. I might come to you first of all, um, Chris... Uh, Chris um, Heaton uh, Harris, a hardline Eurosceptic, a hardline Brexiteer. Do you welcome his appointment to Northern Ireland? Well, good morning, Kira. Um, well, Mr. Harris Heaton is now the sixth Secretary of State uh, that I have will have worked with um, since the Brexit referendum in 2016. Um, again, it shows up the absolute um, fallacy that somehow politics at the minute is normal at, at Westminster. Um, and his very first job is to recognise the reality of the situation. Uh, we can have no more propaganda and rhetoric, which we've seen during the campaign of the, the Tory leadership. We need to understand that, by and large, the protocol is working. As an export region, the North is outperforming most other areas across these islands. It is doing extremely well. Are there parts of the protocol and issues that need to be dealt with? Yes, absolutely. I think everybody has said that. But the place to do that is like adults in the room around the table in negotiations with the European partners, and that's what we have to see. I think the Secretary of State also has to recognise and respect the democratic will of the people in the North. There was no consent for Brexit. However, people understand that it's here and that the protocol is our best way of um, mitigating the effect of Brexit. So we need to understand that the majority of MLA support the protocol, the majority of our small businesses support the protocol, and the majority of people out there support the protocol. So we need to see a constructive and pragmatic approach now from the British government, dealing cooperatively with our European partners and also helping to restore devolution. Okay, I want to bring you in, Sammy. Uh, It looks like uh, she had some difficulties, Liz Truss, actually appointing a Northern Ireland secretary that several members uh, of her cabinet turned down the appointment, it looks like. How does that make you feel that people don't want to be secretary to Northern Ireland? I mean, first of all, just let me answer some of the points that um, Chris made there. The protocol is not working uh, he will be the majority of MLA support it, but not one unionist MLA supports it, and you can't ignore that section of the population. And uh, the people of Northern Ireland are suffering because the cost of living has gone up significantly as a result of the protocol. The extra costs to I don't think you can say the cost of living has only gone up now because of the protocol. The no, cost of no, living is a, is is a global phenomenon no, currently. No, it's. It's, but it's a contributory factor and the cost of living was going up in Northern Ireland before some of these other pressures emerged simply because um, firms were having to spend so much money on um, f- uh, filling in. But coming back, Sammy, to the change of guard, the change so, of guard in Westminster. Guard is concerned. Well, you know, um, there, it, it depends... Um, who, some of the people who were offered the Northern Ireland portfolio had been um, in much more senior uh, posts and saw it as demotion, decided not to take it. The fact is we've got a good, I think, uh, a, a good person um, as Secretary of State now in Northern Ireland. I've worked very closely with him because he was the chief whip of the Conservative Party and I had to work with him on a weekly basis. He understands the issues uh, in relation to the protocol, he was involved in the negotiating team when he was in the Foreign Office, and therefore I think he's a good choice. 
And um, I know that in the conversations I had with him yesterday, he's determined to make sure that the damage which the protocol has done to Northern Ireland will be undone. Okay. Um, Just back to yourself, Chris. Uh, We had former Taoiseach Bertie Ahern in the programme yesterday and he said he does believe that a tweaking of the protocol could and probably should take place and that a diplomatic solution can be found, including, as we discussed, a sort of a softening uh, of the border, in the trade border in the Irish Sea. Do you agree? Well, there's two things to be said here. First and foremost, we were very clear, and as was everybody, the Irish government and anybody um, party to these negotiations, um, that because of Brexit, there were going to be new trade frictions, and we had to find a way that they were the best, best be placed. And because of the peace process, because of our Good Friday Agreement at the ports and in the IC, where many trade frictions actually exist long before Brexit was best placed to do that. The second thing to say was here, there will always be fixes required to the protocol because of trade. International trade changes all of the time. Every single year, there's need to be fixes and different amendments to trade negotiations all around the world. That is the same for EU trade negotiations okay. going forward here. The actual negotiations with Brexit built in the Joint Committee, a forum. I, I know, well, and but we're not going to re- rehash Brexit. But but do you so, believe that that a softening? I mean, do you accept that there are sensitivities among the unionist community to a border in the Irish Sea in the exact same way that there would be sensitive sensitivities for the nationalist community if there was a border on the island of Ireland? Well, what we we'll have to look at here is the manipulation of the consent principle. So, Sammy says, for example, there's not one unionist um, politician supports the protocol, so it has to go. But there wasn't a single nationalist um, supported Brexit, but that was still foisted upon us. There's not a single nationalist MLA in the Assembly supports the, the maintaining of partition, but still, we still have to deal with that. That's not how the consent principle works. The vast majority of our businesses support the protocol because they see that their, their trade relationships are improving, that their supply chains are made much easier in the island of Ireland. You know, there's a number of businesses now in Britain have decided, do you know what, because of the complications of Brexit, we don't want to do um, what we used to do in the north. Local right. companies have stepped into that. That's creating local oh, opportunities. But, but nonetheless, there, there is a difficulty here. I'm going to have to give the last word to yourself, Sammy. Um, just w- with, with regard to, I suppose, moving forward, how, how long more are we going to see this kind of stalemate in Northern Ireland? Do you think, as I say, the change of guard, will that, will that do enough, do you think, and a tweak of the protocol to get the institutions back up and running? No, it won't. And we have made it clear, and indeed we've got the support of the union's population, that until the toxic nature of the protocol is removed from the Assembly, the Assembly can't work anyway. You'll never ever get uh, the Assembly So protocol working. removed in, in, so in protocol totality. Has to be, has to be gone. Um, and it can go into one of two ways. Either uh, we implement the uh, protocol bill, which has now gone through the House of Commons and is making its passage through the House of Lords shortly, or else the European Union recognises the damage which the protocol is doing and sits down and negotiates properly with the the UK government to have it removed. And those are the two ways. I hope that we get it done sooner rather than later, but I suspect that given the intransigence from the EU so far, it's not going to happen. We will leave it there this morning. That is Sammy Wilson, their DUP Brexit spokesperson, and Chris Hazard, Sinn Féin MP for Southdown. Still a huge gulf between sides on that debate, Shane. Yeah, and Sammy mentioned intransigence on the EU side, looking at the cabinet Liz Truss has picked, you would be really, really worried because there's a lot of intransigence on that side and there's a lot of hard-headed Brexiteers who are ruled by, unfortunately, I think more by emotion and instinct than common sense and I really, really worry. Well, I, I, I don't I, think this is going to end well. Those within in, in Europe would say that Chris Heaton-Harris is somebody who makes no concessions. That's how he's viewed and, and that That's not what is, we need. Un, is unhelpful. That is You're definitely not, not what we need at the moment. 
News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7.